You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hi, friends. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so this is episode 49 of The Social Dentist. I cannot believe I am almost at episode 50. That is really exciting to me. I have to say that when I first started this podcast, I wasn't sure it was something that I would keep doing because I only wanted to do it if it was helpful. And then I also knew I sounded kind of awkward, but I stuck with it and I'm so glad I did because I have loved, like absolutely love making these episodes and creating this content for you. And so many of you have reached out saying how helpful it has been for you. So thank you. And you're welcome all at the same time. (laughs) Um, So today's episode is about planning and not just doing things when you have the time. I'm going to teach you how to break apart your tasks and like kind of work your to-do list so that it's manageable and so that you don't feel overwhelmed. But before I get into all the details, I would love if you would just take a minute and subscribe to this podcast and also leave a review because That will let me know that you're enjoying the content and it will keep me motivated to keep creating this content for you. And it would also help someone who's looking for this information find it. So I would love if you would do that and subscribe so that you never miss any of the episodes. All right, so let's talk about planning because most of us feel tired when we get home from work and most of us are still busy when we get home from work dealing with our personal lives, right? I don't know how your business used to look on the inside, but mine used to look like me putting out all the fires at the same time I was seeing patients. So I'd go into a room with a patient and then be pulled out like five times to be asked a hundred different questions. And then the appointments would take longer. I'd feel guilty that someone was in the chair and wasn't getting a hundred percent of my attention that they absolutely deserve because I was constantly being pulled away. And I had to finally tell everyone in my office that they can no longer come to me with all their questions and that they, that's what the office manager is for to manage everything and to, you know, they can go ask her questions and she can come to me that way. I'm communicating mostly with just one person about urgent things or things I just need to be aware of. And I don't have people interrupting me like every single minute of the day. So it bugs me so much when I have a patient in my chair and I get pulled out of room. And now my staff knows not to do this unless it's truly something urgent that can't wait. So if I'm in a room with a patient, they deserve my undivided attention, especially if I'm treating them because I have this entire process where I like visualize the procedure and the outcome before I even do it. And then while I'm in it, I am in it and it's very tedious and I need to be focused on what I'm doing at all times. So distractions are a big no-no in my office now and planning was a big part of this. So now that I have planned for that, there's time in our schedule to discuss things. So I have a point to all this, so stick with me. Um, I also realized that the same thing would happen when I was home. I would be trying to multitask. I'd be trying to listen to a podcast while I was checking my email or watch TV while I was creating my social media content. And in my head, 
it always felt really chaotic. I had thoughts flying all over the place. I had thoughts about the TV show I was watching, emails I was responding to, what I'm gonna make for dinner, social media content, how to make my business better, all at the same time. And my brain felt really noisy. A noisy brain does not serve you. Let's just put that out there. You get less sleep, you don't actually enjoy your time off, you're in a constant state of thinking and sometimes even panic. And it didn't take long before I realized that multitasking does not work. It's not efficient at all. It doesn't yield good results and you actually can't be doing two things at once. Literally, like you you can't do it. So I started writing things down and planning out my days in detail and I've always been a planner, but it seemed like at a, at certain points in my life when I was making like huge life-changing transitions, the planner inside me got lost. Stay tuned, I still have a point to this. Anyways, I've had to dig really deep and find that planner inside me again. And now I have learned that at any time my mind feels too busy, I need to just plan better. Now, some people have seen what my planner looks like and how everything is written down. And they ask me if I feel constrained by it. And they ask me things like, don't you just sometimes want to have free time? And then I tell them this, I tell them that the more I plan, the more free time I actually have. So let me explain. There's something inside of our brains that resists us planning. So we resist making decisions ahead of time. We resist thinking about what we're gonna do with, with all the deliberateness. We have this sense that being able to react, being able to be spontaneous, being able to not have plans is somehow a more free life, right? That sounds like it would be a free life. I wanna tell you that the opposite is true. So please hear me say this. The more you plan, the more free time you will actually have. And here's why. The more you plan, the more you will be able to deliver yourself the results that you want, and you'll be able to create the exact life that you want. You'll be able to enjoy your free time without guilt. You'll be able to produce so much more, and you will actually feel so much more in control of your life. People, I think, misunderstand that spontaneity is somehow a freedom, but really what most people are saying when they say this is that they're just out of control in their own life. Now, some of you, the reason why you don't want to plan and the reason why you don't want to think ahead is because you have a hard time with your follow through. Like you may plan to sit down on Thursday night and get some content plan for your social media, but then Thursday night rolls around and You got lucky because your kids went to bed a little earlier than normal and making dinner and watching Netflix just seems like so much more fun. And then you start telling yourself stories of how hard you work during the week and you really deserve some time to just relax and do nothing. And who cares? You'll just do the social media stuff another day, right? That's probably something that's played out in your head. But let me ask you this. Are your results where you want them to be? And... This goes with everything, your social media, your business goals, your life, everything. Do you have the results you want in all those aspects? If not, then all you have to do is plan better. So although it may seem more fun to like indulge in a Netflix series after a long week of working and push everything off to the next day or the next week, it's not going to be giving you the results you want. And you know that. It's funny because it's unlikely that in your business at the end of the day with your last appointment or two that you would tell your patient, you know what, I just don't feel like seeing you for your appointment. I'm really tired. I've had a long day. I just need some rest, right? Like, no way. I would never do that to a patient. And I know you wouldn't either. I know some of my patients have to hire childcare in order to come in and see me. I know some of them have 
driven really long distances. Some of them even fly in from different states or even a different country. And I know people take time away from work and their families to come in and we appreciate that because without them, we don't have a business. And same goes for you. I know you know that. And my patients know I appreciate them. But what's funny is you wouldn't do that to a patient, but you would do it to yourself. I find it funny that we actually treat others better than we treat ourselves most of the time. And sometimes we give into this immediate pleasure, like watching Netflix and just hanging out instead of keeping our appointment with ourselves and working towards our goals. Have you ever thought that you've actually lost time by not planning? Well, you can do the opposite. You can actually make time by planning. Here is what I mean by that. So when you plan something like, I'm going to work on this for an hour, and then you honor that plan, you've used that time so efficiently that you then give yourself an hour of time to relax. So many times when you don't plan, it takes you two hours to do the same thing because you haven't thought of it ahead of time. So therefore you lose that hour. These are the main things that I have found that create time. One is obviously planning, um, deliberately planning ahead of time and how to uh, deliberately planning ahead of time, how you actually want to use your time. So then number two, making decisions strongly. One of the biggest wastes of time, in my opinion, is indecision. And I'm talking about indecision before you've made the decision. And I'm talking about indecision after you've made the decision. (laughs) So let me explain. I watch this happen all the time with some people. So some of the people I coach, this is like such a thing. They decide that they want to use social media for their business, right? Then they change their mind and they decide something different. Then they go back to wanting to use social media again. Then they give it a go. And then they decide something different again. And what I recommend is you actually decide to use social media for your business. And then you never look back at least for one year, like deciding you're going to do it and then deciding you're not going to do it and then doing it again. That doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you no results. Commit to that decision, no matter how you end up feeling, because you're going to feel doubt. You're going to feel scared, but be committed to your decision and then watch how things change for you. The back and forth, the indecision does you no good, but when you commit to something, you will produce a result. I want you to take massive action. Instead of wondering how to do something, just start doing it. You want to find out how to do it? Start doing it. You will immediately know whether or not it's working, right? You can change your mind only in the sense of what you're doing. You don't have to change your mind in terms of the decision you made. Does that make sense? So for example, you decide that this year you're going to start using social media to grow your business and market and get new patients, right? So you don't change your mind about that, but maybe you change your mind about how you're building your brand. Maybe instead of photos, you start doing more videos. You keep trying and taking massive action until you get the results you want. This is not the same thing as being busy. This is taking massive action, which means you create a result. When you take massive action, you're always going to produce a result. That's what I want you to focus on. And what is the result your action created? So I want you to focus on that. I want you to focus on what the result is that your action created. I don't want you to focus on what the, what the action you took was. I want you to focus on the result. A lot of people say, well, I did this and I did that and I did this. I don't want to hear what you did. I want to know what you created. 
Did it create the result you want? If it's not, if it did not, you need to take a different massive action. If it created the result you want, then you just keep taking that that action that you took and you keep creating that result. Focus on the results you're creating from your massive actions, not on the activity that you're doing. Activity takes up time, but taking massive action creates results and that makes time. So now we need to talk about the planning part. We need to conquer a portion of that first. We need to make sure that we honor our plans. Having a plan that you don't honor is not useful. People ask me all the time, how do you honor your plan? Like, what do you mean? And then I tell them this, you make it mandatory for yourself. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in a previous podcast episode, but it's really important. So I want you, I think I talk about it in sense of like, you keep the appointment with yourself, but you make it mandatory. So most of us are not good at following through on our own plans, on our own decisions for ourselves. So I decide one day that when I make a plan and I put it in my calendar, I'm going to do it no matter how I feel. That's really the important piece is I'm going to do it no matter how I feel. Because here's what I found. It's best to be proactive and not reactive. Meaning I like to plan my week or my day in advance. So I don't just get up in the morning and think, okay, what should I do today instead? Because when I make my plan today for tomorrow, at least one day ahead, or usually one week ahead of time, that serves me so much better. Let me tell you why. When I make a plan today for tomorrow, tomorrow I for sure am not going to want to do what I planned, right? And here's why that's so important. So on the day of, I want to respond to how I feel in the moment. And how I usually feel in the moment is my brain dictating to me to procrastinate and dictating to me not to do something and to doubt it and dictating fear. So instead I make my decisions ahead of time and I honor those decisions. So that probably sounded a little confusing. So let's say for example, I tell myself that tomorrow morning while my daughter is napping, if I can ever get her to nap, um, I'm going to record a podcast episode. Now here's what's going to happen tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning while my daughter is napping, I'm going to want to lay in the sun. I'm going to want to prepare lunch or catch up on a TV show or check my emails or just relax and do nothing. I'm going to want to call a friend. I am not going to want to record my podcast episode. So in that moment, I won't feel like it. I'll want to procrastinate. That's just the truth. But I never, ever do that to myself. It is not negotiable. Tomorrow morning, when my daughter naps, if my plan is to record a podcast episode, I sit down and I record it. Now, here's why that's interesting, because typically I don't feel like doing it in the moment that it's time to do it. But once I get into it, I'm like all in and it's almost like my brain has to have that little battle. If every time you want to do something from how you feel in the moment, you don't do it. You just keep spinning in that life that you currently have. And if you make plans and you follow through on those plans instead, you will start to see your results. So when it comes to what you should be doing, I would recommend having three main goals for the week. I think three is actually a perfect number of big goals to have because you can get three things done in a week, right? It's hard to have a to-do list of like a hundred things that you need to get done. But if you have three, it's doable. So if you have a huge goal, you break that up into small goals to get there and then put three of those smaller goals in your planner. So let's say you want to plan your social media to grow. That's your goal. That's your plan. What do you need to do? Well, you have to create content. You have to make sure you're engaging with people. You have to capture some images maybe. 
whatever you need to do, you decide and then put it in your calendar. Look at it as like a standing appointment with yourself. And when the time comes for you to work on it, keep that appointment with yourself. So if you write down that on Tuesday during the first two hours of your work schedule, you will need to capture three behind the scenes photos for yourself, then make sure to get that done. If you decide that on Thursday night, you're going to be spending 30 minutes engaging with people on social media, then don't get onto social media and start scrolling to see what your friends are doing or start analyzing which one of your posted better or worse. Stick with what you have put in your planner, stick with your appointment and only spend time engaging with people since that's what you planned out to do. So you might think, well, I do need to analyze my account and see which type of content did the best. So I'm still working on my goal, right? No, you're wrong. If you write down, you're going to engage with people, then that's what you need to do. Put it in your calendar to analyze your account or audit your account at a different time. The reason I say to do this is because you need to learn to trust yourself. You need to learn that when you make an appointment with yourself, that you will be able to keep that appointment with yourself. This, my friends, is how you make your never-ending to-do list disappear. Because you put things in your calendar and knock them off one by one, and then you actually start creating results. You start being proactive instead of reactive. And you know that when you put something down, you will actually get it done. Like you will trust yourself to get it done. So when you're enjoying your free time, you actually really enjoy it. This is really important because I struggled with this for a long time. I'd be like, okay, let me sit down and watch a movie with my husband or let me let me go take the dog for a walk. And at the same time, instead of enjoying and being present in what I was doing, I was constantly thinking of all the things I needed to be doing. But when you do it this way, when you know like, okay, this is my time to enjoy walking my dog. This is my time to enjoy being with my daughter. This is my time I've set aside for this. You can truly be present because you know, all those other things are calendared in your planner. They're they're in your calendar and you can trust yourself that you're going to be getting it done. You know, you're going to get it done and you won't have things hanging over your head. Does all that make sense? I know it was kind of like a long road to get here, but I really wanted you guys to understand that planning is super important. If you want to get things done with your family, put it in your calendar, put things in your calendar. That makes everything so much less chaotic for you. It gives you a plan. And when you have your free time, you can truly be present. And then you will be able to really enjoy that time. Like I was talking about. Here's another really good time management technique that a lot of you have a really hard time with, and that is saying no. So way too many of us are people pleasers. I hate to admit it, but we are. And way too many of us say yes when we should be saying no. And one of the best ways to save time is truly to say no. So here's the way that you do that. You decide what your one main goal is. You constrain your energy. You make a plan for it. You plan deliberately. You do not deviate from that plan. And then when somebody asks you to accommodate their schedule or their plan, if it doesn't work with your plan, you say no. You learn to practice saying no without explaining yourself. You do not need to offer an explanation when you say no. In fact, what I offer, what I want to offer to all of you guys is that you don't even make an excuse for saying no either. You certainly don't make up lies for saying no. You have to be willing to just say no to other people so that you can say yes to yourself and to your own dreams, to your own patients, to your own people, to your own family. 
you have to be willing to say no. So one more thing I want to talk about besides the saying no thing, because I think that's really important. And it's something I struggled with for a long, I, I said yes to every single thing. And as the years have gone on, I have said no to a lot more. I actually think I have a podcast episode about that as well. But um, yeah, I I think saying no is a big one. But I also want to talk to you guys about multitasking and why you need to stop. Because we can't actually do two things at once. So multitasking really just means we we keep shifting from one thing to the other. And what this doesn't take into account is how long it takes us to shift. So we're much better working on one thing to completion than starting the next. Don't you agree? So it may seem annoying and tedious to plan. It may seem boring. I remember I did an episode on how I get things done a few episodes back actually. And I got some comments about that. Like the fact that I even write down the days I will wash my hair. And some of you thought that that was insane. But it's so life-changing to do things like that for yourself. Here's the big picture. This is not simply like, okay, get a new planner and learn how to plan stuff better. This is like changing your life and your relationship with yourself and with your word. This is getting you the results that you have wanted, whether they are personal or business related. This is one of the best ways at getting you results. So the goal of this episode was to really get you to think about the things that you want in your life and create a plan for getting it done because you can do anything you set your mind to. I have no doubt in that. And you, you already know that. And I don't have any doubt in my mind that you can't just focus and get what you want. I mean, look at where you are today and what you have already accomplished. Being in healthcare is not easy and you didn't get there by procrastinating your life away. That's for sure. I'm just here to help you achieve your other goals and make things less overwhelming for you. So I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or comments about this, find me on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan and let me know. This content is a little different from the other type of content I usually create. And I know that, but I'm curious to see if you guys want more content like this. So let me know. Next week is going to be episode 50 and I'm excited for next week's episode. It's going to be a great one. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but I want to make sure that you tune in and you don't miss it because I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I have a guest for next week's episode. Um, if you follow me on social, on Instagram specifically, you'll probably recognize this person, but I think you guys will really enjoy it. So I will chat with you guys next week. Have a beautiful day and get to planning, plan things out, put them in your calendar and then honor those plans. All right. We'll chat soon. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.